I'm Christina Jurekides, and we're committed to making the seemingly impossible possible. We stand at the intersection of the values of humanity with the value of technology. Inspire for Impact, the podcast, is a place where we have conversations with inspirational entrepreneurs, community leaders, and representatives of organisations who are boldly creating a future by design. The good, the bad, the warts, and the inspiration. We're leading the way to be the change we want to see in the world. Conversations that bring to light the magic that is happening on a daily basis all over the globe. Welcome to another episode of Inspired for Impact. This week, we are speaking again with the wonderful Jude Eller, who is founder and CEO of the Atlas of Consciousness. Jude was on our program a few weeks ago, so please go back and have a listen to that episode as well. Jude, welcome. And today we're going to be speaking about the growth of life through gender transition. Hello, how are you going? So good to be here. We're doing very well, thank you. And we hope that everybody around the country is doing well. We are recording this uh, during the time of COVID lockdown. So sending everybody our best and hoping that we're giving you something to fill some of those hours and some of those minutes with. So can you, before we start into the, the gender journey, just enlighten people a bit again about what the Atlas of Consciousness is. Okay, so the Atlas of Consciousness is the production company that I've founded. And it's really here to share a vision for a new world. And that's basically when each of us embodies our truest selves and we work together in an ecosystem. And the Atlas makes podcasts, it does videos and events, all sharing a vision for a new world and helping us to embody that new world inside of ourselves. And no wonder we have so much alignment between what you do and what we do here at Singularity U Australia, Jude. Um, Jude, many people uh, are now very aware of um, gender transition, which pronouns to use, etc. Some people are very supportive of what's going on. Some people just would take any excuse to, to denigrate, um, you know, what, what is happening and the transitions that are happening in society. How did you know, can you enlighten people on what how this all evolves um, and what your feelings were and when you were first aware that this is something that you needed to do? Yeah, so I guess, so I was born female and I've transitioned to male. And I guess in my mid-20s, I started to become really aware that I felt really uncomfortable in my body and I could never place it. And I think I was playing out, uh, I was just acting like every, you know, I was trying to be like every other female and I wore dresses and, and did all the dating things, but I, I consistently felt very, very uncomfortable. And I'd go for these long runs and I'd feel in my body that um, I was a boy and I would look in the mirror and I'd be doing the whole thing, wearing the heels and the skirts and stuff. And, and I would just feel in my heart that I knew I was a boy, regardless of looking this way as a girl and it was actually a very, very long process for me because I was raised religiously. So I, I think I had a lot of belief systems that were really hard to work through. I, I tried, I basically tried my very best to stay as a girl because that's what I had learned was the correct thing to do. And I dated, um, I dated men and I really tried to be embodied in my body, but consistently my body was saying, um, this isn't who you are. Um, you know, you're a boy um, on the inside. And it actually was seven years of 
a lot of really hard relationships and um, being a reflection of my hard relationship with myself, feeling very, very isolated. I didn't even have any examples really of other people who had transitioned other than in pop culture. And it was only when I went through a really big breakup with my last partner because I came out that I realized this is a really big problem. And you, you just broke up with someone that's the love of your life um, because of this, because you feel like a boy. So you, you have no choice but to deal with this now. And so that was the confronting really hard reality that hit me that I couldn't run away from it anymore. I was trying my very hardest to pretend it didn't exist. And yeah, it's, um, yeah, it was the necessary push that I needed to sort of heal that grief. And then I had an incredible friend come forward who's transitioned from female to male and he guided me through the process. Um, over the last, it was during COVID last year. So yeah, he guided me up into the point of starting the hormones. So that's quite a remarkable, um, a remarkable heartfelt, heartbreaking journey. Before we delve maybe a little bit more into, into that relationship and the guidance that you've received um, and how that has been uh, something very positive and has helped you um, with the transition, what can you just explain to people? Because for me, this is um, this is really crucial to get other people to understand um, the emotions behind everything that happens. So, because somebody transitions gender, doesn't make them less human, doesn't make them inhumane, doesn't mean that there's any less expectations um, in humanity. Can you just give us a bit more insight into that struggle within yourself? Um, to share with some people who might be listening. Yeah, so for me, transitioning gender is kind of the frontier that we're we're standing on in in terms of the LGBTQI community, because it really it's really actually crazy because it's basically all the societal um, expectations you have to battle through those family challenges as well as your entire body changing on you. It really is. Um, just everything at once. The emotions involved are huge and can be very turbulent at, at times. And the challenge, the highest challenge I have, and I expect that a lot of people, not just transitioning, but stepping into their truest selves have, is to listen to your heart when often it's the softest um, voice inside of you. Um, and the loudest voices are voices that are violent, voices that say that you're wrong, voices that say that you should be ashamed of yourself. Um, and then reflected externally because you'll, you know, in my journey, I had, um, most, for the most part, I had an extraordinary network of people that supported me, but I, I have had really hard things happen where people were very violent toward me um, when I expressed this or they just couldn't imagine going forward with me in any way. So, you know, I, I had to really face that why, you know, this is, I, I didn't understand it at some level. Like I, I understood it was a belief system thing and it's just what we've lived for thousands of years, but I just really felt like I was being my truest self so that there's no reason to mistreat someone for that re reason. Um, but that's the work, you know, so the emotions are big and, and they're very difficult uh, but that's also that's also the work of each individual, and that's the work that I've had to do to be here. And the, on the other side of it, um, once you you are in that aligned place, I started hormones, and 
It's been absolutely extraordinary. I can't even express um, the difference. I would tell people I, it was like I was living, um, I was the moon, you know, living 5% of my light as a girl. But as a guy in my natural embodied self, I feel I'm, I'm the sun. I feel like I'm now I'm living 100%. And you absolutely, once you start um, that transition, you absolutely feel it in every inch of your body. That's what's not talked about in pop culture. It's literally a visceral, complete change from, for me, it was from depression to gratitude and joy and embodiment, um, where instead of thinking for like 95% of my thoughts, which has been the last seven years, you know, I'm a boy, I'm a boy, I'm a boy. I just don't think about gender at all. I'm just, I'm aligned now, you know, and I don't need to think about it. And I feel that alignment to my heart and, and then that just shows I can just be easy with my relationships with life and other people pick up on how um, they can see that I'm comfortable in my skin. I'm comfortable in my skin now. And that just radiates out. I think you have absolutely hit the nail on the head. It's all about coming to our true selves, whether you're male, female, transitioning, you know, gay, whatever it is, it's actually coming to that true self and that full acceptance of who we are as humans. And that's the only way that we can have this positive, wonderful, loving, kind, respectful um, life with ourselves and with other people. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, can we delve a little bit more into the moving from the heavy and the violent relationships into those loving relationships? How, and you know, that you've said this is a seven year, it's been a seven year journey to date. I'm sure it's a much longer journey for you anyway, or for all of us to find who our true selves are. Uh, but can you just delve a little bit further into those? Yeah. So I think this is what's really cool about where the Atlas and my work and the Atlas merges with my individual gender journey. Uh, because what I watched happen um, was that I, as I was less violent to myself internally, my entire outside world changed. So what I mean by that is that it's really self-suppression. So I was in my mid-20s, like I said, I felt in my heart like I was a boy, but I just could, I was so scared of that reality. Like I was so scared that what if that was true and what what would that mean? Everything that I eventually lived, you know, that things would break down. I'd have to face um, my entire family. I'd have to come out when I just wanted to hide. And I think internally I had so much shame, so much fear. And externally what I lived was, um, you know, I lived in a house that was a violent house and I, I have had relationships that expressed that as well. And that to me, like I had those, you know, I had experiences of violence in relationships and to me that's just a carbon copy of what was going on inside of my body because I was rejecting my truth that's what the universe gave me it gave me um, misaligned relationships and a misaligned um, place to live and and I learned as I let go of those things that were uh, violent and I allowed myself to be myself more and more and accept that I was a boy, regardless of what society said. Uh, I, I had amazing people come forward. Like at every point, like I had my dream house come forward. And then after that, I had, like, as I mentioned, a close friend um, who was the first friend I had ever had who had transitioned, who guided me through the process. And I, I started to experience a gentleness of life that, that didn't exist before that. 
that really I see as a reflection of the fact that I was being gentle with my heart. I was finally listening, listening to my heart. And so then the universe started to become really magical and, and gentle on me and, and give me friendships that reflect that gentleness, a home life that re- reflected that safety and that sense of belonging. And, and it only grew. I only met more trans people after that. And I started to see that that was the voice that I had to share that, that, um, yeah, there's this, this synergy between the Atlas and its message for, for a, a vision for a new world. And that challenge that I personally had to face that, well, that vision starts with you aligning to your heart and what your heart tells you and, and letting go of the old, the old heavy um, relationship with yourself. So you can step into a, a healthy new you and a healthy new world. And it's so true. We do create um, our, our inner thoughts, create our outer environment. And there's more and more science actually that's coming um, forward to prove that and, and things that good luck aren't actually just attributed to luck. It's a whole thought process. It's a whole, uh, that whole um, philosophy of putting yourself in the way of luck so that it does, it does strike you. Um, so very much uh, in support of your journey, you had people that did help you along the way. Um, can you just expand on, 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 on how they helped you? So you mentioned um, this friend who, who had also transitioned that helped you become aware of the hormones, et cetera. So can you just describe how that process went for you as well? Yeah, so, so that specific friend, his name's Cole Jones, and he's in, like an incredible and energetic insight um, of a human. And he, would, he basically was the first person that said, you're, you're a guy. Like, you know, you need to accept that he could see me from my energy. And that was really profound and very transcendent on a on everything else that I had come up across. I, I basically uh, done all the usual things. Like I I've gone to gender psychology and to groups and done all the research, watch all the YouTube videos, but it was when my spiritual friends started coming forward and showing me that um, I was aligning to energy. I was aligning to my natural energy that I saw that um, this was so much bigger. So he was, um, he was absolutely helpful and he, he guided me by basically seeing my energy when I was, I was in depression, I was in misery on a daily basis. And he would see my natural energy and tell me what my heart believed when no one else in the world was absolutely capable of doing that. And then I, I met another um, trans friend who had transitioned from male to female. And she was also capable of seeing my energy and talking me through. She would say things to me that you will know within the first three days if this is right for you because uh, you will feel the change in yourself, the change into alignment. And she'd say stuff like, um, you'll feel like your body's, you're running on the right fuel. And I felt like she was encapsulating basically for me, what had been really um, nine months of challenge and depression. And then she'd say this one sentence that would articulate that I was, I was just simply not running on the right fuel. It wasn't my fault or was any, it wasn't anything to do with me. It was, it was a matter of me listening um, to that alignment. So those two friends uh, were the guiding lights as well as obviously I've got that medical and the psychological support, but really 
those guys with their spiritual support and their ability to see me for my true self cut through everything. And it was absolutely astounding. I, they, they pulled me out of the heaviest parts of myself, allowing me to, to see that that was the fullest part of me that was trying to speak and, and, you know, follow that lead. It's amazing, isn't it? Because it is that true alignment with self. It's like when we, we were talking before we started um, recording the podcast around purpose and how do you find what that is? And we are each unique uh, and we all have that unique energy. So to, to find that energy is a huge lesson for us individually and to grow as humans um, and as spiritual beings, but also as a lesson for others. Um, just before I, I get you to... to potentially say or give us an insight into what the impact is purpose-wise um, on your life. How did your family and, and friends that you had grown up with, how did they react to what you were going through? Um, yeah, I came out on Facebook to all of my friends and my closest networks in, um, in the film industry and everyone, I, I got over, uh, I got over a hundred comments as the most, uh, active uh post that I've ever done and everyone it was just a lot of love I told them my whole story I said when I started feeling this way and and how I came to the realizations and I told told them about those people that I've mentioned to you uh, about these people that have guided me through to to realize this and they've only been supportive uh, there have been greater challenges with with my family, um, and when I speak about my challenges, that's what I, I'm talking about. And there was only one friend actually that was a close friend that fell away, but I guess because a lot of my friends are in the creative arts, they uh, they just find it exciting. They're just really supportive. Yeah. So yeah, that's how with the with the relationships that were challenging, it is it's the relationships from my past. Um, versus sort of my friends that are that are all on board and really acted as a buffer trying to guide me and uh keep me safe uh in this transition and when it all boils down to it all emotions come down to love and fear um so even those the people that that weren't supportive of your journey there's something within them that is fearful uh and and very loving in that you've come to love and accept yourself and the friends around you that love you as a person that you are. And, and I've had this conversation with quite a few people, usually I have a glass of red or a gin and tonic at the end of the day. Um, but it is very much about loving a person. It doesn't really matter what gender we are or what species we are. You know, do I love my dog because it's a dog or do I love my dog because of the energy exchange between us? Um, but that's probably a conversation for another day as well. So I think if we can share that message about acceptance and love and kindness and compassion to all sentient beings, um, but potentially ourselves giving that love and kindness to ourselves is, is crucial. What is the message now that you want to share? What's the thing that you want to shout from the mountaintops to people that are listening or to people that, in, that cross paths with you in your life that are part of the Atlas of Consciousness? What's your, what's your message? Yeah, the message is see yourself. Allow yourself to see yourself in what your heart is asking you to do. And it often looks terrifying. I think, I think that we can all agree it absolutely is craziness if you listen to your heart but but really it is the biggest part of you and it's the part of you that will connect you 
to the fullest people in your lives, to the fullest version of your life with your home and, and with your environment, as well as with yourself and your friendships. It's, it's that scary thing of listening to your heart and, and letting the, you know, letting the fears fall away or, or working through them. Because uh, the reason we live in such a violent world is because people aren't following their hearts to the level of, of this, you know, that's how hard it is to follow your heart sometimes. I mean, that's how hard it was for me that I had to face the fact that I might lose tons of what I had. I had to be willing to lose everything. And I, I'm sad that it is that dramatic, but a lot of the time it is a little bit still like that in this world. You have to be willing to lose what you perceive as what you have to live the fullest version of yourself. And that's what I've had to do. And it, it was terrifying, absolutely scary. And I was, you know, apart from my, those core friends, it did feel like I was alone on it. But on the other side of it, I'm just more connected than I've ever been. And I'm in my body. Um, and that's what, that's what the heart does. You know, that's how much power it has. It's trying to bring you back into your body and into a healthy um, and happy environment, uh, career and, and relationship for yourself. Jude, I do have an extra couple of questions for you, if that's okay. So I, I watched um, the transition in, in my past life as a, as a, uh, as a, I used to run a music festival um, and I watched somebody partake in that came to me and said, you know, look, you'll notice some changes. I'm transitioning from, um, from female to male over the course of the year. Uh, and, and again, we were very fortunate because this was a very much a creative um a creative environment uh, and got nothing he got nothing but support from you know the rest of all the males in in this class which was very heartwarming what is the advice what are the early signs that you suggest so to save people the struggle of the seven years that you went through um, what is the what are the signs and how do people maybe investigate further to come to their true selves um, as soon as possible so that they can live that, that fulfilled and peaceful existence. Yeah. It's well, to start with, I think you've got to, you've got to look at the five, you do the thing of the five people around you. Uh, are they supporting you or are they a heavy influence? So you, it's really about, I think to start with, you've got to have that support. So you've got to know that, when you're in that, that you're on that path of trying to find yourself, uh, you, you'll be able to turn to people you can really trust. And I, I mean, I've been meditating a lot. So I I'd say that meditation and going inward is going to really support you on that journey. And I mean, I did also do those things of, of the traditional methods of going to psychologists. And I think that can support, I think in a way, uh, gosh, the speed of people's journeys is really up to them. I, I could only give them the tools and the tools for me were meditation, were supportive uh, friendships around me, um, but it's really up to the in individual as to when they'll choose to listen to their heart um, and how long that'll take. And I think for each individual, it has to just take as long as it takes because sometimes if you rush it, well, it's not, you're not ready. Um, and it did take a very, very long time for me to learn those lessons, but I just took as, as long as it needed to take because of how hard my upbringing was. Um, but it'd be easier for other people who have had a much more supportive life. So, 
yeah, I would, I would just say, listen to your heart and use your tools um, to listen to your heart and, and it'll get you there quicker. And it's very true. We're, we're also now finding out that there's a, a, a brain brain, a heart brain and a gut brain. Uh, and there's a lot of research being done about how all three are connected. And you can have a conversation. Yeah. Like a, a very, an equal and a loving conversation. And sometimes sadly with people coming out, sometimes that does take years and it, and you just have, it's so sad. I, I didn't want to have to go through that, but also in my life, it's like, Oh, well, I just have to be who I am and, and we'll all come back together in time, but we all need our time to, you know, I'm holding my ground saying that I don't want to be treated that way. And I believe that in time, those people will understand, you know, what they've done and they shouldn't mistreat someone for being their true self. You know, no one is allowed to, to do that to anyone. I I believe. Jude, it's been an absolute um, enlightening time that we've spent with you on both podcasts. Um, thank, thank you, you so much for sharing all the experiences that you've had. We wish you amazing success with the Atlas of Consciousness. Uh, and in, if there's any way that uh, that SU can assist, or you know, I don't know if you see future collaborations, please let us know. Uh, if people want to contact you, is there is that? Um, kosher is that is that something yeah yeah (laughs) that's all part of it yeah so um head to the atlas of consciousness.com and uh you'll see my email there and you can but you'll basically just see all my socials on there so you can contact the atlas and that's how you get to me uh over instagram messenger and yeah all of those things i would love to connect uh with people listening to this podcast and love to support if you've if you uh, in a rut in some way, and this has sort of triggered that, then I can definitely uh, chat to you about it and 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 support in that process. Jude Ella, you're a remarkable human. It's been our absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you.